Welcome to Look Who's Talking, episode 127, the best Canadian podcast for NFL gambling you've ever heard of. The Eagles are flying, the Dolphins are swimming, the Bills are finding ways to turn wins into losses, and it's the same old Jimmy G. Here we go! Freestyle us. Rock the all right welcome back to look who's talking episode 127 for all you look who's talkers out there thanks for sticking with us we're 127 hours weird mike somewhat normal jeff we got greg for these last two episodes from space monkey and everyone at space monkey thanks a lot for hooking us up while huck daddy is gallivanting across italy on a scooter probably naked mustache in the wind we miss you huck but uh, everyone, Greg, it's Space Monkey. Everyone's doing a great job. Thank you so much for helping us out for episodes 126 and 127. Woo! Looks like uh, setting up possibly for the Ace Ventura Super Bowl. Eagles, Dolphins, we'll see. Everyone pump the brakes on that. But two, three, and no teams. Let me tell you, this Space Monkey's got me deep in the psyche, bro. I've never used the space and the monkey emoji more in the last seven to 10 days as we've work side by side and continue to for the next seven to 10 days. Let me tell you, Mo Greg and, and everybody else listening, Weird Mike is an enormous emoji guy. Okay. Enormous emoji guy. The first three words, the baby cat, his, his baby daughter learned were emojis. They don't even make sense. Uh, yeah. A lot of Let stuff to go you, over. If you can't sum it up in three emojis or less, it does not exist. You hear me? Yeah. You also use hashtags in text conversations. Well, we'll get to that later. <laughs> hashtag it doesn't that's not how hashtags work no no, no. It's okay. hashtag space monkey yeah. officially uh, officially all right our props prop of the day i've been moving and we had i had a red bull fluke tog event uh i i was i'm a, I'm a stunt flyboarder for those of you just new to the show i do a podcast with my boy weird mike and i stunt flyboard for a living for about three and a half months a year sometimes 12 months a year when there's no pandemic. Uh, I was down in Ontario place doing Red Bull Fluke Tog. It's like a soapbox derby with airplanes. Right down. Uh, right down my fucking alley, bro. That thing's yeah. amazing. I can't believe you were doing it. I've been watching it for seven years it, on Red Bull right? TV. Hashtag Roku. Roku yeah. knows who I'm talking about. Anyway, shout out to Red Bull for wanting some flyboarding at their Fluke Tog event. It's jokes. I kind of, I, I kind of thought people would be more successful at it. Let me tell you, there's like thirteen. There was thirteen entries, and you're watching eleven, eleven entries, just get really fired up, do kind of like a little performance. They're all dressed the same. Looks like they worked on this thing for at least half a month, and then it's like they just jump off this twenty-five foot platform, fly for about three feet, and then just kerplunk. And the rest of the team jumps in, and everyone fi gets fired up. But there was two that actually went pretty good. But, uh, you know, it's tough watching unsuccessful sports for so long. Either way, really cool uh, judges. I met Chris Hadfield, uh, the astronaut. Not every day you get to do that. And uh, guys, a legend, Morris. bro. Yeah. Mick Morris, the uh, the gold medal, gold medal Canadian snowboarder. Mm. Yes. Judges for the event. They were Mick Morris was pretty jokes, man. Was he wearing his medal? I don't know. I was kind of far away. No, he was not wearing his medal. I don't think Olympic medalists just wear their medals around. <laughs> what else is he going to wear? Close, yeah, that too. <laughs> a belt. Like, what are we doing here? Like, you're a judge at a competition. You put your fucking medal on. Like, I don't Dude, understand. It's, it's, earned. In it's in a case 
over his fireplace or something. Oh, That's relevant. what you do with an Olympic medal. Get a, get a replica. Head down to the Matheson Awards store and get a replica and rock it everywhere you go. You're judging, you're on the DJ or doing the morning show circuit. Anyway, how far did the winning entry go, Jeff? I but missed it. Then you get a whole bunch of people being like, oh, can I touch your gold medal? And they're like, yeah, sure. And they're like, oh, it feels kind of light. <laughs> so in addition to your flute talk, you do emceeing at these events and stuff. And there's winners. How come I'll never see who wins these events? I want to see the weirdos that have put in the time that win these events. How far did the winning entry go? Here? Uh, it's tough to say. Like the dude went maybe like three or four meters, which was pretty good. The plane that, that the I don't know if this one, but there was a plane that almost like went into the judges. It was a beautiful plane that the dude hung on to for like two seconds. And then he just kind of launched it in the air. Anyway, wicked event. I don't know who won because I was cleaning up my jet ski as fast as I could because I was covered in Ontario Place Lake Water. Yes, I've done shows there like 19 times. Actually, a full two full summers in Ontario Place Extreme Series like 10 years ago. That's why I have not been sick in 10 years throwing a little cold showers. How you doing? Let's keep it moving. All right, yes, weird, weird Mike still on the podium because uh, Hugh Picks was a disaster last week. One and six on point spread. And, but as I said, we are undefe- undefeated in our props of the day. Props, definitely my specialty. Hugh Picks, hey, I've never finished below 50%. We won't this year. A couple years ago, we were flying high. Would have won a bunch of your pick sixes. But right now, and even in my own pick six, there's like 30 people ahead of me. So we were one and five last week. Definitely don't have honors, but I'm feeling good about this week. And that's what we do. I've been doing this for 20 years. We just move on, move forward and uh, stay true to our charts. But you did. But you did survive. I did survive. And thanks. Shout out to one of our Look Who's Talkers, Chris McElhaney, Nautilus Tower, uh, who stopped me while we're smoking weed, leading right up to Red Zone from changing my survivor pick from Cincinnati because I thought about changing it six times because the Jets always fuck me. You know why I didn't do Cincinnati? Why? Because Joe Flacco beat the Bengals a shit ton. Like if there's one team, wow, Joe Flacco. And I mean, obviously you look back now, the Bengals rolled and good pick Jeff and well done. But in that morning, smoking weed leading up to red zone, I'm freaking out. And, and I'm looking at daytime TV and, and this guy's 26 and eight against the Bengals including a shit ton of road wins. Thank God I didn't see that. So, yeah, I guess, you know, <laughs> when you hit on the balcony, he's got a nice view over there, C-Mac. Straight up, man. Dart smoke can help sometimes. You miss facts like that. Jeff, um, I also survived. Yeah, I saw your pick on the chart, though, and that was not who I thought you were going to pick. That must have ladies been a bit of a sweat. Ladies and gentlemen, both of them were a sweat. We took the Minnesota Vikings. Sweat. Okay. That's the um, that's the good news on the the weird pick scrubbed out a draw. All right. And let me tell you, weird Mike pulled his nuts out on some guy's tombstone with the cemetery crew. And we took the Chicago Bears. Oh, Bears. There's a contrarian pick. M.G. I hope we don't get no letters from some deceased widow coming up. Maybe she saw what happened. But it was real. I looked these guys straight in the eye. I said, guys, you have any of us ever won this big a pool? You got to do something crazy, man. That, that was crazy. Uh, and 
You know, the Chicago Bears over the Houston let, Texans, by the way, folks, if you weren't paying attention last week, tight game me, 2020 going right to the end. Wasn't even on the radar. And let me tell you the nugget I missed. So I saw that Flacco one. Lovey Smith, former coach of the Bears, probably rallied the troops. Houston pesky, pesky dog. Oh, pes- one of the peskiest. Picking against them um, this week, but pesky. The uh, the Bears got themselves uh, a legit top 10 player in the league. Roquan Smith, ladies and gentlemen. Go ahead and YouTube his highlights of this season. It's five seasons worth in three games. Okay, we're talking a Khalil Mack-like tear for a third of the price, as our friend Jeff has mentioned over the six seasons. 127 episodes. Thank you, Huck Media, Space Monkey, and all the Look Who's Talkers. Yeah, wherever uh, you listen, Ni Hao, Previat, Ola, Bonjour, Guten Tag, and Vanagam. That's Sri Lankan, because you're learning stuff on this show. Uh, just like, hopefully you followed along my props. All right, Devonta Smith, over three and a half catches two weeks in a row. It's seven in the first half. Anyway. Damn. So I thought he was too small, Jeff. Everybody say he was too small. He's not too small. He's a high <laughs> No, he's not. He catches stuff with tappy toes. All right, so you survived. I survived. Huck Correct. Daddy. Over in Italy, did not survive. So we're down to, we're down to us. Actually, we're down to me. For our uh, one of a cracks it, and uh, I'll sneak Greg in for half a percent. All right. Uh, all right. Looking into this, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got half. I got. I got a full percent for Greg. Full percent. One and a half percent for Greg. For the record, fifty <laughs> k hey, to fuck around with. All right. It's pretty good. Uh, yo, it's a uh, big chunk to Casey. I told y'all, Indy. Indy knows how to beat KC. We all got everybody. Batman doesn't win every Saturday afternoon, folks. Once in a while, the Riddler gets him. And for the Riddler is wearing blue for KC. doesn't matter. It's the special teams always get them against Indy. They knocked you out of one. I've seen a whole bunch of others. Good discipline. Was that who you were going to switch to, Hugh? No. Uh, Joe, to be honest. The bears were floating around my mind. I'm not, I'm not even kidding. Um, well, but good. once I found out Herbert was playing, I, like a couple of hundred people in our pool, we was mm. thinking about switching to the Chargers. And then I believe in Trevor Lawrence. I, you know, I haven't been like a proponent of the Jaguars like I have the Giants, which was a missed futures opportunity, by the way. They were paying a thousand to win the division. Wish I had smelled that kind of like I smelled the Bengals last year, but I was but, all, I was smelling the Giants. Either way, a lot of people, heard Herbert was playing and switched back or just stayed on their original survivor pick. And a whole bunch of people lost in the chargers to the Jaguars. Let me tell you what is getting a little bit closer, Jeff, the headbutt on the sideline to the chargers coach. These guys got boat raced by an exhibition team at home and their star QB who wasn't supposed to play did play and got this shit kicked out of them. They were all over him. These were real winces. Like, what are you doing? They were never in the game. They never pulled him. Like this guy. Never, you're right. I'm, the headbutt's going to happen in practice, bro. It was not going to happen on the sideline. This, this is happening, man. Okay. This is, is dividing the room. It can't not. It cannot. Everybody seen these guys. They got the best roster. They made all these changes. Unreal like, roster. Khalil Max. I just mentioned his name. Like he's nobody. 38 points to the Jags at home. Also, off a down, long week, off a long week, you're fucking down 28 points. Your star quarterback, who's an actual star quarterback, has a broken rib cartilage that you've given him a couple of 
He's hurting. done. And he's he's getting sacked. It's 20, fourth quarter. What the hell is he still doing in the game? That's just, that's, that's bad coaching that I actually like really do agree with regardless of the analytics stuff. So that's beyond, that's beyond, that's, that's coaching. He could have put his foot down and maybe uh, some of that, but this is that 17th game. The Chargers should have laid that down and then rebuild and be fully healthy for Houston on the road this week. And everybody in Survivor could have got behind that pick. Herbert off a week, Keenan Allen back. And hey, guys, we're two and two through four weeks. What's the big deal? No big deal. Except they put a few chips in the pot. Week three versus the Jags. It's where nobody weird. gives a shit. It's really weird they didn't pull him when it was like obviously over. That's just some some actual adult needs to step onto that sideline and be like, it's time. Okay. This game's yeah, well, done. It right, won't be the Chargers coach because you're about to be a head button this. Brandon Staley. He's got too good of a roster to miss the playoffs this year. So this is playoffs or bust for that young man. It's weird we're getting older when you refer to NFL coaches as, as young. Hey. You know, give the kid a give the kid guy a belong, break. Guy belongs in the Pac-12 or something. Get him out of here. Arizona State's looking for somebody. All right. How about that? Um. So just while we're on Survivor, let's talk this week. Who are you liking this week? You mentioned the Chargers. They're five-point favorites uh, to the Texans. Is this, is this a bounce-back game? So survived last week with the NFC North, the Vikings and Bears. Yep. And I will most likely be doing the same this week with the Packers and Lions. Interesting. Um. <clears throat> Horrible loss for the Lions. No need. Up 10 with the ball. Ridiculous that they lost Six, that game. seven minutes left. What it are you cost, doing? That cost me a big parlay. I'm pacing oh. around. You know, you know what I taught baby cat to do? Pace. Shout out the Minnesota Vikings and their ineptitude for making Weird Mike and baby cat pace. We're talking finger on the chin. We're talking everything, baby. <laughs> Shout out to Scott Hansen. Shouts out the witching hour on NFL Red Zone every week where wins become losses and losses become wins. Fuck, I love you, Scott Hansen. However, God, did the witching hour get me? I'm not sure about you folks. Let us know. Look who's talking. Tell us your best gambling story brought to you by Storyteller Beverages. Uh, I had <laughs> I had the Lions. And the Bills, a nice parlay. Just two teamer when they were both when the both games were kind of up in the air, and both those teams should have won. God damn it! Also took the Colts uh, when they were down. Took the Raiders when they were down. Raiders, they're still a talented team. I still believe in the Raiders, but they're getting oh, in their yeah. own way. They're like the Bills. They just find ways to lose games they the should win. Ra- Raiders are not like the Bills. Well, no, no, no. The Bills are a much better football team, but. They're losing games they should win. Uh, they shouldn't have won that Tennessee game. They were dominated start to finish, man. Start to finish. Never had the lead. Down double digits at half and lost by double digits. So they, what are you talking about? They, they, they did not lose by double digits. They lost by they two. Would, yeah, they got somebody. They lost they, by they, two. They didn't get the two-point conversion. Oh, man. Whoa. Yeah, Tennessee I turned just got, that. I turned that off. Exactly. Damn. They got Tennessee My didn't bad. do anything in the second half. And they really didn't. The, the Raiders defense gave the Raiders a bunch of chances to win that game. But Derek Carr got to lay off the speed or Adderall, whatever the fuck it is that I believe in that team. Derek Carr, love, hate relationship with that guy. And I'm picking them again this week because they're they're is they're t- a more talented team than the teams they're playing. Yeah. My chemical romance. You going for it? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, over Russ. Yeah. Let's ride. With the Raiders. Let me tell you. Let me tell you how weird Mike's feeling. The Greg chuckles out of Space Monkey there. Okay, feeding the fire, Greg. Love it. 
So, uh, so you got a, you got an on record Hugh pick pre Hugh pick. Is that right? Is that why you jump in the gun there? Cause you're, you got the Raiders. Just, is that what I heard? Just, just teasing about Raiders are on my list. Gotcha. Two minus two and a half at home to the Denver Broncos. Absolutely desperate. I know that that term gets overused in handicapping, but they're own three facing it's a team officially desperate. They're facing a team that I don't think that there's been a worse. If I had like Leslie, we can get you on that. Greg, we got a stats lady. She's always upstairs. Uh, Leslie, you could tell me if there's a, a team that's ever started two and one with a worst red zone and third down percentage than the Denver Broncos. I'd love to find out the Chicago bears, Jeffrey, they exist and it's this year. Okay. The Chicago <laughs> bears. Maybe raise your hand. If you watch the entire Texans bears game, my hand <laughs> is up everybody. I'm the only person in the greater Toronto area. Absolutely. Okay. Cause that was one hell of a bills game. That was one hell of a bills game. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know. Multiple screen, the, but you know, we're down at the one yard line down by two fucking points. Are you kidding me? The butt the ball punch. back again. The butt punch. Uh, just all of it. That's just stupid. Stupid, stupid football. That, That's not the puncher's fault. Here. That's not the puncher's fault, no, by the way. This is this is all coaching. This is all coaching. Um and, and I'm pretty Diggs sure Diggs should have no, just gone down. The up but. back, the up man. We've talked about the up man, the, the forgotten position on the field, the guy who's behind the snapper on the punt. There's two of them. Yeah. The up man shouldn't have been so up. <laughs> he was <laughs> too less. Up. When there's get, less yards to be up, get you down, must uh, exactly, get down, right? up, man. Get down. You got to get down. You, you just can't go back. You can't retreat. You got to hold the line. Yeah. So you, if they don't come, you don't take the hit. If they come, you take the hit. That's right. Indeed. All right. So for Survivor, just to wrap this up, I'm looking at the Chargers. I'm also looking at the Packers, but I don't like picking against Bill Belichick for my Are survivor. If I don't stupid. You're stupid. What do you mean? I'm stupid? If you're surviving and you got Green Bay open, you're stupid. That's a fucking lay down. Green Bay outline 27-3. Baltimore just hunk a 40 rack on them at home. This is nothing to be revered. May I remind you, the Packers offense is still stuck in middle ground here. Okay? Yeah. We just talked. That's my- what I'm talking about. But, but this is now the opportunity. This is like a college situation. We got, you know, the equivalent of a 30-point spread rolling to town. We're talking Brian Hoyer. We're not talking about some D2 prospect with some upside. We are talking about Brian Hoyer. Tom Brady couldn't even crack it. Two-point game. I'm, I'm, again, I'm 12 the, points, 12 points is what I was referring to. So not the two point game again, like I, it's obviously a good survivor pick, but obviously anyone who's got the Packers in our pool or in your pools, look who's talkers is taking them. So, and don't fucking, don't tell me I'm, I'm stupid. I'm, when you, I'm, you're when stupid. You took you're the stupid. Chicago bears last week. Hey, right? hey, raise your hand. If you survived, got my hand yeah, up, put your I hand survived up too. I survived. There too. you go. But don't Greg, but put, your, like, put, put your, if I want to pick a slightly more contrarian pick because 90% of our pool is going to be on the Packers and it's bill Belichick and he could put bill Parcells shrink the game, use three running backs and just where have you 13, been? That, 12. Like, there is no more bill Belichick magic. It's over, man. Oh, well, they so. are not dialing up the right plays. That, that's, do you, have, do you have Green Bay? Did you use them against the Bears? Is that why? I haven't used them. I got them. You have not used them. And Interesting. I'm probably gonna use, I'm, I, I mentioned, I said the Packers. So Chargers. throw on another team. Chargers. Chargers. I was after even all look- we just said, after this head coach going yes. to roll in with a concussion, after taking all the hate. This is sports handicapping. You can fucking say one. You know what I mean? Like this, I can, I can big up the Philadelphia Eagles right now and then take the Jaguars on spread. 
All right. Yeah, well, here's a here's a real scenario for you. Whitney Merciless, the stellar linebacker for the Texans, breaks through on a jail free and sacks Herbert and further cracks this rib that you have pointed out, yep. which a uh, spider can only protect so much that inner padding there. The survivor with a questionable QB. Very risky. Yeah, it, it's definitely I'm not locking it in. Just letting you know that if Herbert's playing and he seems to be like actually like, you know, not a game time decision, but like he's playing. Uh, it's the it's the, the defensive players on the Chargers up against the offensive Houston. I feel like uh, that the Chargers defense is going to kind of win this game by itself and just keep it pretty simple on offense. The Chargers should roll them, but we'll see. Uh, all right. A couple things, couple things. We talked about uh, the Raiders. Oh, hey, made this prediction. Bold picks right before the season started. The Giants will be three and one. I got laughed at. Laughed at. All right. Yes. I they got that. the Chicago Bears rolling into town. Yeah, what does Chicago that mean? Bears. Yeah, my Chicago. I'll take I'll take them on, bro. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do They're it. Chicago I still got Bears. Let's do it. And they'll be three and one. And if Trevor Lawrence happens to upset the uh, the old Eagles, I'd stay away from that game, by the way. Survivor oh, people. Totally. Stay away from that game. You got Doug Peterson coming back into the place where he won a ring. There's a statue of that man outside of the stadium. And now here we are two years later. Rolling in. Hot, a hot young quarterback. And a number one draft pick on defensive end that looks like it, Mr. Trayvon Walker. Let's go. And and and, and as you casually put, Travis Etienne. Travis Etienne and James Robinson. Good one-two. A little power and glory at running back. Everybody thought James Robinson was going to hate Etienne, but none of these guys want to take 100% of the hits. James was getting beat up. London twice a year. This guy was fucking hurting. Isn't it funny how some of these, like, some of these major college games, this is off topic, but it's kind of cool. Some of these major college, like playoff games that we've watched in the last three, four years, mm. quarterbacks are now kind of like, you know, just going up against each other. Like you got Trevor Lawrence versus Jalen Hurts. Wasn't this the semifinal Oklahoma versus Clemson? Did they yes. ever, did they, did that happen? Did. And then we got, we got Joe Burrow versus Tua, which was the national championship. Three years ago, coming up on Thursday Night Football. Three I actually don't like it. I actually don't like it. You don't like What do you mean? What's no, there to not, not like about that? I don't know. I just don't like it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe I'll figure it out in a couple of weeks. Maybe I'll watch this amazing football game, Jacksonville, Philly, and figure out why I don't like it while I thoroughly enjoy the game, for the record. <laughs> you know what? You know what I think is going to happen? I think the Jaguars are going to fucking win this game outright. All right? Nah, don't bet much. on that. Hey, I just got the month spread. I'll probably buy a point. Here, but, here's, here, but, here's what but. Philly's got going for him. Is that people are waiting for them to fall. And Philly's that city that might just hold this banner up. Like every game is still meaningful. Sure. Knowing that, you know what I mean? Oh, it's very, it's very likely they win this game. But I could see Doug Peterson winning the game. And then you know what they do when they get on the bus? They pull a Gruden. And instead of just heading for the airport, they don't do the victory laps that the Raiders did a couple years ago over the Chiefs. They just roll up to the statue and everybody just gets out and takes a pick, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's something. And I could see Doug Peterson also calling the Philly special in Philly against Philly. No, nah, that's too, an athlete. That's too predictable. Well, football's this, like this, that the, the situation will arise. He needs to do it. Not at the goal line. You got to do it on your own 20 or 30 and make Lawrence bust for a big play. Maybe this goes 60 yards to the house. 
that's the play when you do it, right? We'll see. We'll see. It's going to be a good game. Jaguars, will, uh, Jaguars are closet, better than we think, and obviously the Eagles are flying high. Closet game of the week. Yeah, it could be good. Uh, we mentioned the Colts have life. They're going up. This is the Remember the Titans segment, but Huck Daddy's in fucking Italy. Okay? Eating some real spaghetti. Forza Titani. Forza Titani. Let's, let's go, Titans. They're one and all since we started saying that. Yeah, that's true. Either way, big, uh, big AFC South game. Titans, Colts, and Indy. These ones are always weird. I stayed away. I don't know about you, Mike. Uh, it's too early. It's too early. I, I didn't know that Tennessee hung on for dear life against the Raiders. It kind of changes things. Nor did Indy uh, really win that game. That was that was an Andy Reid cough up. Rare, right? You always talk about Belichick and all these big co- coaches. Yeah. You know, they all lay an egg. Saban lost to Louisiana Monroe one time, right? It happens. Yep. Not saying that Indy's that bad, but <clears throat> KC coughed that up. Indy muffed a punt, or KC muffed a punt inside the five. That's yep. how Indy got one of their scores. Like Sky Moore, their rookie, dropped it. That's right. That was the like first play of the game for Kansas City. Um, Bills, Ravens, Bills, Ravens, closet game of the week. Oh, yeah. Over maybe over 51. Great game. I'm not sure what the number is. Let me tell you where Bills Mafia is not invading. Baltimore. Those motherfuckers do not give up their tickets. They are a real college atmosphere. These guys are on the wait list. 40 years. They got a band. Also, have you ever been to Baltimore? I haven't, and I, I desperately need to go. You, no, you don't. You don't. Yes, it's, yes. No, it sucks. It's, it's like it's... Yes, I do. Okay, have you ever been to Hamilton? I've been to Hamilton, yes. Okay, great. Take out the Lakeview, and there's Baltimore. Let, me, right? tell you, let me tell you what Baltimore's got. A world-class racetrack and crab cakes, bro. Legendary crab cakes. Like Philly cheesesteak, but like crab cakes, bro. And go on your Prime Uber time. Eats right now, okay? You'll find some great yeah. fucking ca- crab yeah. cakes. You think, you think you state, thir- you think I'll save you $1,300 traveling to Maryland. You, you think State and Maine on the East Mall's got Baltimore Qualities crab cakes? Come on now. Okay, Those well, who know this? about crab cakes are fanatic about on, on our way to somewhere better, we could stop in Baltimore and get some fucking crab cakes. The Wire, though, amazing show. Fucking love that show. Uh, yeah, okay. One more thing before we go. I got a little truth of the week here, and then uh, we'll go into our picks and get you fired up. Let's make some money this week, Mike. God damn it. All right. Yes, because we lost some last week. Did definitely, definitely lost some last week. If the fucking Raiders and or Lions had won, we would have been rolling live parlays, live betting. I love it. Individual bet on the Colts, check mark. Individual bet on the Lions, owie, parlay, Colts. Um, anyway, it doesn't matter. It lost. Okay. Uh, I got a question for you, Mike. Okay, the Cleveland Browns. You know, game was a long time ago. It was on Thursday night football, but they're two and one. They should be three and oh. With Jacoby Brissett as their quarterback, who let me tell you, impressed me on Thursday night. Mike, we were watching together at Centennial Studios. He was impressive. He was not the Jacoby that I remember from the Dolphins or Colts. He was he was throwing a nice spiral. He was taking command of that offense. Has there ever been? This is my question. Has there ever been? And would you do this? If if Cleveland's can I say no now? Yeah, sure. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead and ask <laughs> if, the question. If Cleveland's nine and three and they got a bye week, and then that's when Deshaun Watson, Captain Dick in your hand, his suspension's over. All right. Does he start? 
Not a chance. Do you roll with Jacoby? And then what? If, if you're saying no, and I'm probably saying no too, and I bet the team's saying no, but what's the record? What's the record where Deshaun starts? And what's the record where Jacoby keeps going? Obviously, well, there's other variables at play, but like whatever it is, Roger's going to make sure it happens because Deshaun returns after that bye versus the Houston Texans. That's right. Which they'll probably flex into some kind of jerk off primetime. Captain Dick in your hands. But again, you cannot fool an NFL locker room. Okay. I was in a very shitty college locker room and you couldn't get by shit by shit. Okay. These are paid millionaires. They fucking know who's given the best chance to win next week. Nine and three, you were, you roll with nine and three, even eight and four, Jeff, if it's yeah. seven and five, I think they got, I, I think they've had this conversation. I think I they've had seven and five. I think it's had to have. Yeah, seven, seven and five. five is the number. That's what Deshaun plays. If, if this guy gets eight and four, and let me tell you, there's people that fucking believe in Brissett and want that eight and four more than anything because they do not want a rusty, no lube dick in your hand. Deshaun back in Houston, who will get up for that game, their game of the year. Whenever that is, I think week 12 or 13. Oh, yeah. Shout out to the armed forces. And that's why, though, like a Jacoby's Browns walk in and roll the Texans. Deshaun's Browns? Nah, uh Nah, uh All right. That's something to look forward to. So Browns, uh, Falcons, who you got this week? Real good. I know it didn't make your list. I've Pick them. Pick them. Nothing you're ever going to lean? On, pool, on pools, I'd probably pools. side. Where are you going, pools? I'd probably side with Cleveland or box it. Gotcha. The extra buy. Atlanta's coming back from uh, Seattle. Miles Garrett, oh, he's okay after his car flipped three times. I don't know if you guys saw that. Let me Single tell you, his mind might be, a, mind be be a little elsewhere, though. Only or, natural. Or it's giving him some perspective. Thank God I'm alive. Let's go get six sacks. Uh, let me tell you, at least a couple of goose eggs, some perspective, boys. Let me tell you. Because you lose focus one inch in this fucking league. And fucking bad things happen. So yeah, but you uh, watch out for that bye week, man. People are taking that bye week. People, it's weird. The closer that you get to death without actually mm. dying, it, I'm telling you, it's happened. It happens. I'm in a very dangerous profession. And a couple of times over in China, if I kind of accepted it, I'm like, ah, this might be it. Like, I, I, there's so, it was not the most planned show when we first started doing it over in China. Okay. It was, it was at night. It was dangerous. And there's some stuff worked out with the fireworks smoke that hadn't been worked out. We couldn't see shit and just kind of I lived because I was lucky. And it made me a better flyboarder. I'm just telling you these near-death experiences, living on the edge like that, it sharpens your iron. So Miles Garrett, lucky to be alive. I could see him having the game of his life if he's like actually physically okay. All right. Speaking of physically okay, someone's definitely not hurt, but definitely not that good. His name's Jimmy G. And he lost an 11-10 game, which hadn't happened since the Vikings beat the Lions. In the only other game that anyone can remember, nineteen sixty-four, where, where the quarterback also ran out of the end, the back of the end zone, and got a safety. Dan Orlovsky, his Lions lost to the Vikings eleven. That game, that game was eleven ten. Game was eleven ten. What a weird stat, eh? For the record, everybody's getting Orlovsky off the hook. That meme's gone around the horn. I'm sure we've all seen it. But Jimmy G backstepped on it. Orlovsky sprinted to the back pylon. Yeah, it, it was different. I'm not condoning with Jimmy G, but they are not the same no, thing. Like you're totally Jimmy right. G's back heels hit it and you're stupid yeah. for letting it happen. 
but it was kind of like a, it was a somewhat more understandable mistake. Yeah. Orlovsky did look, look like he didn't know the rules of football. <laughs> Somebody needs to go back and Orlovsky be like, yo, buddy, you're still on the hook. You're Maybe not you off the hook. And in Maybe fact, there's an entire new generation of kids who just found out that you fucking did that in the first place. Like, yeah, that too. Either way, uh, this is what this is the Jimmy that you asked for, Niner fans. You got him. He's solid, but couldn't beat that Denver team. All he needed was an extra field goal. Come on, Jimmy, that was winnable. But uh, I was on the I was on the Broncos, and it, uh, but, it protected uh, me. Buddy was driving, and he fumbled. The, yeah, the, I know. They were they were on the move. I'm not saying he was going to get in or anything. No, no, but no. But it was robbed. Either, he, he his chance was robbed. He, he had a either chance. Either way, you're back to being the same Niners as last year, which is not that bad. You're a top ten roster in the NFL, no question. You're a top five team in the NFC. I'll give that to you. But of the top ten teams in the league, if you're in it, you got the tenth best quarterback. And good luck getting a ring. Go Niners! All right. Uh, I got a quick kind of funny truth of the week about our boy Aaron Rodgers down at the ship. I I need uh, I might need that piece of audio at the end of the show, uh, Greg, because I'm going to need to capture Hewlett saying go Niners because I'm going (laughs) to plug that in on some kind of edit on wild card weekend when he's fucking loading up against the other guys, (laughs) whoever it is, whoever it is, he's in. But I'm going to slip that in. Okay, so Greg. I'll let you. Yeah. All right. Chew the week. Yeah, you might have just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. Truth of the week, folks. Is that Aaron Rodgers is a weird guy, but I'd love to play <laughs> poker. I'd love to play poker against him because when you find out somebody's tell, especially a you know a nemesis type opponent like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You know, the same Tampa Bay Buccaneers that eliminated you from the playoffs two years ago. A Tampa Bay Buccaneers team is probably going to win their division. And you might have to face them in Tampa in the playoffs to go for that fucking ring, Aaron, the thing you're supposed to try to win every year. I know you're really good at football, okay? And I don't hate you as a person, but God, if the Jumbotron guy has helped you and shown you something you weren't supposed to see on the Bucks sideline, and you got to play them, you know, in January, maybe shut the fuck up about it. Maybe don't just brag to the national audience knowing that everybody's going to find out. Not to mention, you probably just got the Jumbotron guy fired. But even then, even if it wasn't just out of goodwill for not, you know, trying to get some guy fired with a little smug remark, maybe you could have used this information again. I feel like if Aaron Rodgers was playing poker, and he won a good hand against me. He'd look at me and be like, hey, by, by the way, whenever, uh, whenever you have a really good hand, you don't breathe. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, thanks, man. All right, it's your deal. <laughs> you know, like, why didn't you maybe eat, tell me that like three years from now or if we're never playing poker again, but you are going to have to go into Tampa, probably. And you could probably going to need a little, any little edge that you could, that you could have. I just feel like if any other quarterback in the league had that same edge or found that same thing, uh, on the Jumbotron, maybe you saw on onto one of the Office or Microsoft things. Whatever it was that helped you, there was no need to tell the world about it. And that just is another little thing about Aaron Rodgers. Great football player. One of the best throwers of a football of all time. And not a bad person. But a weird, weird guy. Not a leader of men. Don't want to be in the foxhole with Mr. Aaron Rodgers. Be like he'd be the guy 
to push me out. <laughs> anyway, either way, truth of the week, folks. Aaron Rodgers is a weird guy, but I'd love to play poker with him. I don't know why he said that Jumbotron thing, because uh, could he could use that edge in January. That's it. Weird. Any thoughts on that? Weird, Mike? I think uh, I think I don't like it when these big heavyweights meet so early. I think this meeting needed to happen week 10 or later to get a better judge. Bucks Packers. Well, the Bucks are missing Bucks, all Packers. the receivers. So, so one is that, right? Usually that would have happened later and in the half year. Their O line. That too. But you're right, though. Uh, like I don't, I didn't learn a lot from the game because if these two correct. meet up again, and the Bucks are healthy. I don't know. Probably just roll with Tom. And also, uh, te- teams morph. Teams change philosophies after bye weeks. Hey, we're going to focus on running more. We've seen the Bucks do that, right? Yep. So if they meet in Lambeau or at Raymond James. One of my favorite dwellings on this planet. Everybody has, possesses a pirate ship in the end zone. It's on my checklist. And they have hired wenches who work that pirate ship. Yes, confirmed wenches. I was ridiculed until these wenches were proven true. Yep, It's not cheerleaders, and they're not necessarily servers because they do serve drinks on that ship. Let me tell they you, are they're... dressed like pirate horse. <laughs> they're very attractive women. Speaking of Tampa Bay, I'm flying there in two weeks. Very weird. Is that right? Flying somewhere where the professional football team that that plays there is currently evacuating that place. So shout out, and our thoughts are with uh, all the people down in the greater Tampa Bay area and west coast of Florida area who are currently experiencing Hurricane Ian. By the time you listen to this show, there'll be a day in, into it already. So I uh, hope everyone stays safe. Get the fuck out of there. And uh, Tom and the boys are apparently doing that. So we'll see. Also, the thing that's affecting the I'm going to the World Water Ski Championships for Team Canada. And the, it's not necessarily the hurricane and all the damage and stuff. We're in Winter Haven, Florida for the tournament against the U.S., China and all these countries. It's uh, it's the flood. They're calling for two extra feet of water that's just going to roll in from the ocean and rain and not really go anywhere because it gets a little lowland in there. Anyway, just a thought and uh, shout out to everyone down and all our Florida friends, including everyone down to bet openly. Our official betting sponsor and partner, 1% Juice, win more, lose less. It's like Craigslist for sports bets. It's definitely the future of sports betting. It's 1% Juice. We've talked about it before, but it's definitely where you get the best value uh, for every $1,000 that you spend gambling on totals, sides, money lines, or three-game parlays. Every thousand bucks, you'll save a hundred, most likely, uh, because everything that's one hundred and ten is one hundred and one on bet openly. And G- our boy Gino lives down there, so uh, might hit him up and see if he's okay. Grab hit him barrels. up, bro. Grab hit some him barrels up. if need be. I will. Swing by Centennial. I'll put two hundred USD in your hand. Go have some fun. All right. Hope you don't right. mind singles. Hope you don't mind singles. Don't ask what I got to do for 20, Greg. Okay, we're not there yet, bro. (laughs) Weird Mike and $1 bills. Strippers of the world, watch out. All right. Let me tell you, five is the new one, by the way. Five is the new single. Yeah, you're crumpling up fives. Hashtag inflation. You're throwing out ones at Matheson the other day and didn't have the same effect as high school. No. Is that a still a place, by the way? Matheson. No, people people died there, Jeff. I think we were over this season too. People okay. people lost their life. It was a good time. It, it was, it, unfortunately, it was also a good time. Five despite minutes from our the horrible times it was for minutes. some. 
it was five minutes from where our high school hockey team practiced. And that led to some stuff sometimes for those of us with fake IDs. All right. Is Cooper Rush better than Dak? Uh, and a bunch of other stuff that we'll get to after the picks. Because Jerry's got a radio show and he talks a little bit too much. And so yes, do we. Does. But Weird Mike, I believe you have honors. I was 1-5. We are 6-12 and 12 for the season. 4-0 and 0 on props of the day. But I got some cleaning up to do here week four, and I'm feeling pretty confident with my picks. But you are with honors. Your total, what's your total record so far this year? So last week. 2-0, and 1-1. Is it your record or my record, Jeff? Your record. Sorry, go ahead. Three, two, and one. Last week, I double bogeyed third hole, a.k.a. week three. I went 0, 1, and 1. Got the double. I was winless. And somehow I'm still on the block, Hugh? Yeah. That is incorrect. You did win one selection, which is one more than mine. I am deferring the gracious honors. Your name is on the marquee. Imperative. You bounce back. Hugh Picks. Obi Trice, real name, no gimmick. It's called The Setup. We're using this for Hugh Picks, 127 episodes. If he ever listens to the show, I bet he'd sue us. But fuck, we don't have much, okay? We're a gambling podcast. Most of our money is from the gambling. Uh, but shout out to our sponsors, by the way. Download the BetStamp app. Uh, use the code at Hugh's Talking. It's, you can be a more educated gambler. You can find the best value. For whether it's props, picks, anything, uh, they give you access to all the, the sports books and they'll give you the best value to whatever you want to pick. Betstamp, download the app, use the code at use talking, and uh, you're welcome. It's fucking awesome. Obi Trice, cue the music. You. All right, my gold pick. I'm taking the Los Angeles Chargers minus five at the Houston Texans. This is all about the Houston defense versus the Texans offense. Lost in all of this is that Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack, Derwin James, and Jackson are going to be a fucking problem for this Texans offense that has trouble moving the ball against bad defenses. And I think Herbert, with another week to get under his belt, they'll run the ball more with Eckler because they should. They have like a really low amount of rushing yards. It's ridiculous. I think this is a great bounce back game. It's a dome. Um, so you got an LA team coming in to play a dome against a team that's not really expecting much. <laughs> I think Chargers roll them, get back on track, and this game's over at halftime. All right. So the minus five, I'll cop it. Our silver pick. It just went from three and a half to three, and I couldn't be happier about it. I'm taking our hometown Buffalo Bills. Let's go. Minus three. Going into Baltimore, where you should only stop for crab cakes, watch the wire, and keep fucking driving. Uh, Minus three now against Baltimore. Again, we talked about this with our futures. Don't take the Bills to win the Super Bowl when they're undefeated and plus 400 to win the whole thing. The FC is too stacked. But... They managed to put up a loss against the Dolphins. It definitely should have been a win. And here we are. This problem, this pick last week was probably about minus five, minus five and a half. And here we are at minus three. I will take it. The Bills are a better team, a better offense, and a better defense. They're better than everything. Lamar Jackson's the problem. And that hookup to Mark Andrews is definitely going to be something they have to work on with Poyer out and some injuries at, at cornerback. But they don't... The, the passing attack of the Ravens is not enough to scare me off the Bills of minus three. It's my silver pick. Roll with it. All right. Our bronze pick. Yeah. I'm taking the Rams on Monday Night Football at plus one and a half. This is all about this guy named Trent Williams. Because I know this is actually a sharp line, by the way. It's interesting that uh, 
this is I was expecting to have to take the you know the Rams at, at minus two, but Vegas is very heavy on the whole Kyle Shanahan beats McVay thing, except for last year in the playoffs. And we got Jimmy G and a you know pretty darn good San Francisco roster at home facing the Rams, the team that knocked him out of the playoffs last year. And uh, I got the Rams, a pretty healthy Rams team. And they looked good last week. They looked okay the week before against Atlanta. And they let Atlanta come back a little bit. But Jesus, they could lose by one against Jimmy G. I'll take it on Monday Night Football. No Trent Williams. There's a reason that Kyle Shanahan could take any third-round pick running back and average six yards a carry. It's because of Trent Williams, the all-pro, the number one monster left tackle of the NFL who doesn't get enough credit because they don't pass block that much. They just run through people. And he's the reason that every running play that Kyle Shanahan calls works. Regardless of whether it's Jeff Wilson or Mike Angeletti at tailback for the San Francisco 49ers, behind Trent Williams' big arse, you can get four and a half yards. You could, Mike. I've seen you carry the ball. So I'll take the Rams. Um, one and a half, no problem. Again, against uh, Jimmy G, they know what they're getting. They know how to defend it. And uh, it's a tough secondary, Jimmy. Good luck, bud. I'll take the Rams. All right. Uh, my fourth pick, I'm taking the Raiders. Again, they cost me last week my gold pick. But again, they're just too talented to not figure this out. They're 0-3. Absolute desperation against a Denver team that's horrible in the red zone and just horrible on third down. They're just not that good of a team right now. So, and the, the coach, I don't believe in the coach. He doesn't really know what he's doing yet. And Russ can't cook in Denver yet. All right. He left his fucking recipes in Seattle. He's not cooking too well in those mountains. And this is a game that's going to be loud. Heavy Raiders fans at Allegiant Stadium. Allegiant Stadium also just got struck by lightning. Pretty cool video on Instagram yesterday. Check it out. I think the lightning gods at Al Davis are shining a little more electricity into this Raiders team. Run the ball a little more. For the love of God, taking the Raiders minus two and a half versus Denver. All right. I will probably be alone on this, but I think I'm on the sharp side. I'm taking the Patriots plus 10 going into Lambeau Field and taking on the Packers. Packers just played the Bucks game really easy to get up for against Tom Brady and an obvious NFC rival. We got an AFC team that doesn't come to Lambeau too much. All right. Bill Belichick is an NFL historian, one of the craziest, nerdiest NFL historians of all time. Patriots go to Lambeau Field once every eight years. So he's not taking this game lightly just for historical reasons. Also, they're one and two and probably need to get back on track here. Brian Hoyer, obviously not a great quarterback. I'm not saying they're going to beat the Packers here, but Bill Belichick's going to put together a plan to keep this game within one score so that they can win the game with defense or running or special teams. I'll take the Patriots to get back on track with a close loss here to Aaron Rodgers in the pack. Uh, call it 24-20 Packers. But uh, Patriots cover the plus 10. All right, my last pick. I'm in the uh, the Doug Peterson Bowl. I'm taking the Jaguars plus six and a half versus the Eagles. I don't think anyone's giving the Jaguars kind of enough pub right now. The spread doesn't necessarily look too wrong to me, but I think four and a half would be a little more justification for how good the Jaguars have looked. They shut out Indy. They just smoked the Chargers. Cracked rib or no cracked rib. That game wasn't close. That, that Jacksonville offense is rolling right now, and the defense can apply pressure, and they got a good secondary. So, you know, Eagles, probably the better team, home team. Six and a half is too much. Eagles win by last second field goal from that kid, Jake. And away we go. They're 6-0, and, oh, and that's how we get back to even. I'm feeling it. 
driving down the fairway, right side, fading into the middle. Michael, par five, pull out that seven iron, bud. You're up. Or rebuttal. It's a five iron. Five iron, sorry. And I'll be pulling it out after I rebut. That's what I get for deferring, eh? The biggest until the Jacksonville pick. But as we've talked more about that game, we both thought Carson Wentz was going to really nail that revenge thing against Philly. Much like... Yeah, big, big dud. Me too. I missed on that. That was my weird pick miss, which I'll get to in a moment. But a lot of sharps had Washington. It yeah, was, yeah. It was, a, it was a popular pick. Is the Carson Peterson Wentz thing this, weird? Are we making the same mistake back to back weeks here with Peterson back against Philly, a revenge spot? I don't know. It's just it's Philly's being treated almost like Kansas City now, where they're just expected to score 30 points every week. They're pretty new at this. This is three weeks into this dominant Philly team. So they haven't laid enough tape for me yet to just say they're a touchdown better than most teams. Yeah, I I I, I like the pick, but as I, as as I as I listen more and more to us and the whole revenge thing, and reminded of the hundred and seventy five dollars lost on Commanders plus six and a half. Um, lost me too. Uh, I already said it earlier. As they said, Green Bay outline, bro. I'm gonna work backwards. It's a dummy. Okay. There's a whole bunch of Gouda being spread all over Hoyer and that Fox game of the week. I don't think the Packers offense is as explosive anymore without Devontae. I, I didn't know. Otherwise, I like the Al Davis lightning on the bottle there at yeah. Legion Stadium. I thought you would. Big fan. Big fan. Hated the pick until I heard nothing to do with the football game. Everything you said about the football game, I disagreed with until the lightning. <laughs> The Niners and Rams, I'm staying away from. That's turning into a weird thing. The coaches beef Monday night. I'm going to have some fun with the total when I see the dust settles. It's funny. You stay away from each game. I pick the Rams each game. And I'm 50-50 and you're even. Like, we're just both even. <laughs> uh, not not into the Buffalo, Baltimore. <clears throat> I think Baltimore, they're still 2-1. and one. People acting like they lost. It's weird. Like, they're 2-1. They're, and one. they're a good team. Uh, the right? Bills are three points better than, than I think almost yeah. every team in the league right now. So that's just me. And you, you know, you've been rocking with Houston, man. They've been tough dog. They got the push against the Bears. Yep. But that's why the numbers low. The covers. I got the Chargers at less than a touchdown over one of my worst teams in the league. Yes, they're pesky, but it's five points. Ten points, you could be pesky. Five? Shit. The Chargers are going to score more touchdowns than the, than, the, than the Texans. So I'll roll with it. So we got Lightning and Revenge. Versus cheese and a cracked rib. Is that what we got here in the Hubix yep. rebuttal? Absolutely. <laughs> Perfect segue to the weird pick. The weird analogy to the weird pick. Three, two, and one on the year. Officially 0, 1, and 1 last week. This week we'll be going 2 and 0 firmly. Do you know why? This is the heaviest smash of the year. The heaviest smash of the year. KC, KC, Kansas City, the Chiefs minus 1.5 versus TB squared. That's Tom Brady and Tampa Bay. TB squared, KC, tiny favorite. We got Super Bowl revenge. We got. Tom Brady, who's ordered this dish seven times. 
This time, it's in the same building. Super weird. Casey wow, that coughed. Is where they that's where they played the Super Bowl. That's right. Uh, I said it earlier, Andy, Andy Reid, a rare cough up. Guess what he's not going to do? Cough up back to back on Sunday night. Casey, bad loss, good division. Tommy boys at home. You ready for the other side of the coin, Jeff? Sure. I liked everything non-football. Here's some non-football for you. Divorced dudes don't like home. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to be a road wagon. They will be iffy at home at best. Giselle has Tommy boys by the nutsack, and he's went out and said it. And that's okay because she's a powerful, strong, beautiful woman. But the fact remains, Tampa Bay, watch out at home, everybody. They couldn't do it against the Packers. They sure as hell ain't going to do it against a pissed off team that took a ring away from them, denied them the chance to be a dynasty, maybe if they get back. Anyway, this is one of these scar games. They lost the game. Everybody knows it's not the Super Bowl, but it helps. Check mark on Mahomes. We got a short price at the wrong time. So we're taking the Kansas City Chiefs minus one and a half. Divorced dudes don't like home. Raise your hand if you've been divorced and you hated home. Guess what? My hand's up, everybody. For the third time this episode, I wonder how many times your hand's been up. If it's zero, we're probably friends. <laughs> if it's zero, we're probably friends. Okay. KC minus one and a half, heaviest smash of the year. The gambling donut is loading up on the smash, sprinkling super light over the total push last week. 52. This one I take 51. Bills, Ravens, shootout, sunny East Coast, poor secondary, injured secondary, two teams. First of all, one can't stop scoring. Baltimore scoring 38 every game. And over 51, a couple big like plays, a couple big plays. It's a, it's a light sprinkle. Everybody. I, I don't love the board this week. I love survivor with the Packers and I love the Kansas city chiefs. That's where my bankroll is going to be this week. Um, I'm done. I learned a valuable lesson. I've learned it so many times. I won't be betting a lot of money on bad teams. Washington is not a terrible team but they haven't proved to me that they're a good football team. Fair. So I'll, I'll ride or die. I think too much for KC. And like I said, that divorce thing is just a hunch, man. I, I got it. I see it. All right. A couple of things. I like the divorce angle because it does actually make sense. Like you'd rather be on the road with the boys playing in LA or something. You got your hotel, like just go, okay, you know what? Let's just go get some tacos. Let's just relax. You know, life's good. I got a billion, I got a half a billion dollars. You know, my supermodel wife, by the way, love the way you described her as powerful, strong, beautiful. Like she sounds like She-Ra. <laughs> Picturing like yeah, Barbarella. She does lingerie hauls, which I'm into. So it's like the best. Either way, though, I like that angle. But I love how in the same sentence you talked about how you've learned your lessons. And then your biggest smash of the week is against Tom Brady. <laughs> but I I would lean cheese. Hey, we hey, talked about this hey. before the show. Hey, the smash is on Patrick Mahomes. That, that's the headline that I never, I, I never get behind. Short, short, a lot, lot of one pointers, a lot of one pointers this year in the NFL. You see a lot of 1.5s and twos. 
Is that because I missed PATs or why why not three? Why why so no, many twos? I'll tell you year? why, Mike. I'll tell you why. And this is next week's truth of the week. We're talking about this a lot because it's too long. I didn't want to put it in this week's. Never before has the NFL had such great quarterbacks almost across the board. There used to be at least 10 teams, 12 teams every year that had shit quarterbacks. Easier to pick the games, but you'd see bigger point spreads, which is why point spread was tougher. And now you're seeing all these two, three point spreads because the teams, a lot of the teams, we talked about this in Truth of the Week, week one, are in the middle. Okay. I, I wrote this down. But on my chart, this week's chart, teams between teams nine to 26, there's five points of differential. Okay. So I got between nine and 26, that's 17 teams are between are within five points of each other on my chart and a lot of handicappers charts because quarterbacking across the board has just got better. Even some of the worst teams in the league have okay quarterbacks. Like if, if Geno Smith, let's say is like the worst starting quarterback, that's not too bad. Okay. There used to be guys like Brian Hoyer, just screaming up your Sunday slate, just a whole bunch of Brian Hoyers. And, uh, and Jay Osmonds. Like these guys can mostly play. And you're picking against the, when the quarterbacks sort of even out, you're picking against coaches and teams and weather conditions. And this is why we're seeing a whole bunch of one, two, and three point spreads. I like the over in Baltimore Buffalo game, Michael. I'm worried about weather. It can be a sloppy over there in Maryland. I know you've never been, but it does get a little sloppy. It, no, no, it's making not. Those fucking crab cakes. Yes, but the track is not sloppy. They've switched to a very fast synthetic turf, much like Buffalo. It's a very familiar track to Buffalo. Let me tell you, this over pick, even though it's a light sprinkle, come to you I by like Sal Carpaccio, WGRZ, already on the field in Baltimore, saying that it's very reminiscent and familiar. All right, he's there five days early on his way back from Florida. Stop by. I think they're also sponsored by M&T Bank. I think that's their stadium name. And M&T Bank yeah, is everywhere except bank. everywhere except the... Call, they, they call it the bank. Hey, uh, those of you watching it on TV, uh, watch out for the Raven uh, 4D pre-show. Oh, that like, thing's fucking that, awesome. Oh, my God. Carolina does it with the Panther. It's the amazing. Ravens do it with the, the, the Raven. Yeah, it's scary, man. It's, it's, it's so cool. It's so cool. I love, I love, I love how this is just a billion dollar sport. My favorite sport got filthy rich and does cool shit like this. Last thought I'd love, I like the over because both teams don't like field goals and do like going it for on fourth down. So which whether you agree or not works a lot of the time. So you're just going to have the Baltimore knows they got to put up 30 to beat the, to beat the bills. The bills just put up 30 points for the way they play football. So I like the over. I'll probably play it myself. All right. Good, off, good offense. We got, we got, yeah, both good offenses. Yes, yeah, so we got our look who's talking pick six. Obviously, I'm not doing too well in it. Hearns was number one last week. I am currently moving, so I didn't fucking look. But we got to, uh, we'll reward our weekly winners with some bet openly money and uh, take a look who's on the top and we'll do an update on Instagram. We have four survivors left plus, plus me. So five survivors left for touchdown survivor. Phil Nolan survived. Steve Morrison survived. Joey Krempa survived. Alex Harris survived. And I survived uh, Monday Night Football with Saquon Barkley. So, uh, again, only four, five, four survivors left plus you. I'll post all the picks just after 1 o'clock because I won't be moving. I'll actually be comfortable just watching all the games rocking out. And we got one more contest. Our spread survivor. 
which is dwindling. So, uh, yeah, we will see. I'm out, and uh, we'll see who wins. Good luck. Someone's winning five cases. Five cases of Storyteller Ooh. Lager, as well as some merchandise. And someone's winning five cases of Storyteller Lager for our touchdown survivor. Only five people left. And we're going to start it up again because it's actually been very popular. It's a good thing I'm not in those contests because that's two years worth of beer for this guy. Maybe two and a half. Yeah, I'm small barrel, high tolerance, but uh, it's a fucking tasty beverage. You can also get some bee's knees if you're not as much of a, Ooh. Of a, of a lager guy. Bee's knees, delicious cocktail drink. Check it out at your li- local liquor stores. It's very good. All right. Uh, yeah. One last thing. Cooper Rush. He might be a better quarterback than Dak Prescott. I'm not saying he is. I'm just saying it's not as crazy as people have made it out this week. All right. So look at CD Lamb's numbers. He's getting the ball fast when when they're playing off coverage on CD Lamb. Cooper Rush takes one look and just zings it to him. Dak Prescott doesn't have that zing on his on his arm. So he just that's why they couldn't beat the Niners last year, and he can't hit CeeDee Lamb unless it's like crossing routes or deep routes because he throws a, a deep or high but not fast traveling ball, and that will always be his downside. So we shall see. But shout out to Cooper Rush. I always love NFL football because you're always watching someone have the game of their life, whether you know it or not. And Monday Night Football in New York to you know go 2-1 and one in the division – Yes. Um, as soon as that game was hutted, I'm like, oh my God, this is the biggest game of Cooper Rush's life. And Daniel Jones, he was the third best quarterback in the building that night. Okay. Because Aikman could have stepped out of the booth and played better than that. That was awful. No, Dak's better injured. But um, kudos for Jerry Jones putting his arm around the kid. All he needed was to hear that the guy who might pay him believed in him. So that radio show that Jerry spills all the beans. And probably shouldn't say 99% of the shit he's saying. Well, he said the 1% that absolutely needed to be said. It's true. And led to Cooper and that game. And um, let me tell you who didn't seize the moment. Because uh, one of our favorites, Ben DiNucci. Ben had, DiNucci. Had that chance on Sunday night against the Eagles. And he did not do it. No, and he is no longer in the league. He might be the third string or whatever. But Cooper Rush did it. And yeah. Watch out. I, I, I kind of think that we didn't talk about this game. I think Carson kind of stupidly steals Cooper's spotlight here. Like with a salty, salty, fuck you, Dallas win in there. Yeah. Don't even think about Dallas for Survivor. Last nugget here for Weird Mike on the way out. That's the stay the far away game of the week. Yes. Carson yes. Wentz versus the Cowboys. Speaking of our boy Favre, sometimes if you grow up and you find out your heroes aren't heroes. All right. One of my favorite quarterbacks of all time. One of the funniest players of all time. Let's call a spade a spade. Guy's stealing millions of dollars from the poorest state in the United States to build a better volleyball stadium for his daughter's University of Southern Mississippi volleyball team. His old buddy, Sage Rosenfell, ripped, destroyed him on Twitter. It's not good. So let's farm and go. Let's farm and go. But Brett. As a form, as a fan of your career, extremely disappointed, and that needed to be said. Jesus, bro, you cheated on your wife a lot. Not good, but st- and stealing money from fucking the state of Mississippi. Worse, bro. Awful. All right. Anything for shut the huck up from our boy Greg. Greg, who do you like this week? If you, with a gun to your head, if you had to put 
$1,000 on one team, who would it be? You picked Tom last week, didn't work out so good. Two-point conversion and a Jumbotron guy screwed you over. Your Cooper Rush take there got me there, so I might be, uh, I might have to fall asleep. Yeah, you, you, Cooper Rush, you're going with the Cowboys? I'm a Cooper. Cooper Rush fan. All right, he's having the second biggest game of his career. We shall see. Stay tuned next week for episode 128. Follow us at Hughes Talking, H-U-S Talking. If you can't spell that, I'm surprised you found the fucking show. You can follow Weird Mike at Weird M-I-C uh, for some great handicapping, especially for primetime games. Remember his smash. It's pretty hot. And uh, shout out to Space Monkey and our boy Greg for hooking us up with Wicked Production for the last two episodes. We'll be Thank doing you. extra podcast this year with guests and whatnot, possibly launching two a week. We'll get to that later. And stand by for some merch for Christmas. I know I mentioned that last year, but I actually talked to Team LTD about it, and they're down. Thanks a lot, folks. Fly high. See you later.